Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> you know, I, 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 there is a bomb! Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est bon, you found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together they worked the young team to the top. And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup! Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group, driven to be different. 8.6 beer, intense by nature, and Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. It's gonna be sick. Marinaro on this Friday, October 21st. How is everyone doing tonight? Hope you're doing good. Marinaro. Uh, with you uh, at least for an hour you know like I've been going overtime over the past couple of days and uh, I think you guys have been liking it and girls have been liking it as well so I've decided to stick around a little bit longer Um, yesterday my wife was a little upset with me though in all in all transparency because I was I was riled up yesterday and uh, and I was very vocal the way I usually am especially after a big Montreal Canadiens win or a big Montreal Canadiens loss. If you don't want me to scream, the game has to be close either way. Uh, and and then I probably won't scream. But when the Canadians were on fire the way they were last night, I was I was pretty excited about the project and everything. Even though here I am telling you that they have to rebuild. I mean, we all want to see a win every now and then, right? And uh, my wife likes to get to bed early, right? And and so she was she was like, Tony, you're loud. Like Tony, I gotta sleep. I got I gotta sleep. Do you have to scream all the time? And then I sit there, I said, listen, I have a certain style and it's worked out pretty good up until now. Can you just let me do my thing, please, and trust the process? But anyway, she thinks she's qualified to be a radio program director, a TV program director, a podcast director. And she gives me, she doesn't give me advice. She basically just tells me, what to do up until now I've done it my way and it's worked out pretty good. The sick podcast brought to you in part by energy transportation group. So if you ship commercial freight and want to impress your boss with how much money you can save, get in touch with the logistics professionals at energy transportation group, email them at sick at ship or visit their website at ship Yesterday, the lines were full. We weren't able to get to all the calls. I tried to get to a lot of them. I got held up with one gentleman, uh, Dan, uh, who first he started the conversation. Then I talked to his wife, and we went back and forth. And at the end of it all, all we found out was that the only trip that he ever brought her to, and they live in Winnipeg, so they could use a trip every now and then, the only trip he ever brought her to was somewhere in the States where it was actually his mother-in-law who paid, his 
mother-in-law who um, brought her. I don't know if she drove for her, but they drove in the same car. And um, and that was that. That was the only trip. I got to get in yellow here because there's something going on with my camera. Is it me or what? Man, be nice with your wife. I was. I was just saying that she's a program director all of a sudden. Your camera looks fine, Tony. It does. You know why? Because the square is on my face right now mm-hmm. on the camera. And I've never noticed the square on my face. It looks like it's trying to... No, because it's manual. You're on manual. You're 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 okay now. Not, it's not on auto focus. It's on manual focus. Okay, so I, I leave it there. or I put it on auto. I leave it there because now you're not blurry anymore. Like usually we're going back and forth. Now it's perfect. Oh, now it's perfect. Okay, fantastic. All that right. Okay, that makes you look better. All right. Okay, that's that's good to know. Hey, we're gonna open up the phone lines tonight. We can because try. Because we're, we're gonna. What, what, what does that mean? We can try. We hold, on, hold, hold on a second. No, we will. We will. We will. Are, are we gonna have a technical difficulty? Because there was a technical difficulty earlier this morning at the Bell Center. I don't know if you're aware of this, but today oh. was Team Pitcher Day. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, it's pretty hard to get the team picture because they want to kind of make it classified until it actually comes out. But uh, I think Nick Suzuki took a selfie here or something. So that's kind of what it looked like. You won't see the entire team there. But what I can tell you is this, is that two people from that team picture were missing. They were Carey Price and Kent Hughes. Leads you to believe that Carey Price, of course, like we already know anyway, he won't play a game this season. It leads me to believe that he's basically unofficially retired, and that's not why. And that's why he's not in the team picture. And Kent Hughes, we've been told, is out on scouting purposes. So he's scouting, and the big question is, what is he scouting for? Is he scouting for another right D? Is he scouting for another D, or does because of course they have two Ds that are out of the lineup right now with Matheson out long term and Edmondson set to come back at some point here. No shortage of topics, by the way, tonight, folks, because following that game yesterday. So then anyway, after the team pitcher, they wanted to practice, but there was a, a problem with the uh, the filtration, the water system or something uh, at the Bell Center. So there was no practice today. Marty St. Louis wasn't able to give members of the media much. We still don't know who's going to be in goal tomorrow night, seeing as, uh, you know, it would, I, I mean, it would lead me to believe that Jake Allen's going to play, but who knows at this point. And uh, But there's so many topics that we can get to today. So I'm really looking forward to tonight's show, even though it's not after a game. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great weekend in Montreal. The Canadians will host the Dallas Stars tomorrow night at the Bell Center. And on Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m., CF Montreal will host New York City FC, the winner to take on the Philadelphia Union the week after in Philadelphia. And uh, all the tickets are pretty much sold. It looks like it's going to be a sellout of 19,619 again. Isn't that good news? And yours truly, Tony Marinero, will be in the house. So I'm looking forward to that because I wasn't there last week. Last week, I watched the game. A great spot at La Cage LaSalle. And then I, I was happy to be there. And then I said to myself, if I'm going to go on radio or television and tell people that they have to support their team, I should be there too. So I'm going to be there. And my son Marco is going to be with me too. He's going to be bringing a friend too, which is kind of cool. Bodos is going to be in the house, by the way. Gabriel Bodos will be in the house. Gabriel Bodos, I just gave you a mention on the sick podcast. This is your claim to fame. This is probably the greatest thing that has ever happened to you, um, which is kind of cool. I'm happy I was a part of it. How's everyone doing tonight? Thank you for joining me. You're watching us live right now on YouTube. 
on Facebook and on Twitter. You're obviously subscribed to our YouTube channel. Tell your friends about it because the more people subscribe, you would think I'm going to say the more people watch, which is true, but the more money we make too. Uh, YouTube sends you a little something if you get a lot of views and if they sell ads on your actual video. You know, before when you watch a YouTube video, before you watch it, there's usually one ad or two ads that go on before the video. Well, those companies pay YouTube for advertising and YouTube in turn will issue you a little check or send you something. Speaking of which, I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh, because this is not my company. This belongs to Agnello and Sammy, the brains of the operation. I'm only the looks uh, in this whole thing. Let's go back to Agnello and Sammy for a second. People told me that they like when we go back and forth. We kind of tease everyone. And Agnello has kind of become, uh, you know, the McGarity that Ted Teven had for me. All right. As he's wearing his one team, one dream, sick attire, which is kind of cool. And you can get that at sportbuffshop.com. Uh, tell me something before we get to the Habs. What's the story with this YouTube? So what do they do? do? Do they send you a check or do they put it in your bank account? They usually put it in the bank account, direct deposit. Oh yeah. Yeah. What are those checks? So what are what are those deposits look like? I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. We can talk about your overtime if you want. Because uh, because then you have to give me a um, then yeah. you'd have to give me the uh, the bonus okay yeah. for the we overtime. Can talk, or... We can talk about the overtime. Are you planning on going overtime tonight? Well, listen, I am going overtime because I'm not supposed to work on Fridays. Now, you, solo do, tutto do, idrovo, only you, you find them. What you said to me is, this year, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go Monday to Friday, yep. and we're going to start at 10 p.m. I said to you, Agnello, I do a radio hit on Friday mornings. I get off at 8.20 a.m., 8.05 to 8.20. I do TV Monday to Thursday, I'm off on Fridays, which is cool to have. It's cool because after my radio hit on Friday mornings, if I wanted to, I could actually get away for a weekend. I said, it's going to defeat the purpose if I'm going to be on the podcast on Friday nights. You said, I understand that. So why don't I get an assistant for you? Kind of like a substitute teacher, right? Yep. So you reached out to Matt O'Han. Nice guy, nice kid. He's got potential. I believe in him. Last week was week number one, so we decided, for those who didn't know Matt, it would be cool if I did the show with him, and I introduced Matt to the public, and this way everyone can get to know Matt, correct? Yep. That's the way it went down. So you asked me, Tony, can you do it? There was no overtime. There was no pay. I said, Agnello, I'll do it. Then you come back to me. I get a text message, actually, from Matt saying, Tony, can you fill in for me on Friday? I had already given my days off. I already had something planned. I'm going away. Can you do Friday? Thank God. I said yes. Because if I would have said no, and he already had something planned to get away, it was you and Sammy. Sammy, I have confidence in. You, you would have drowned with the ship. But you should be happy because we had the meeting about the overtime today. We came to a decision. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, we checked it all the numbers, and you did uh, in the last two weeks, you did two hours overtime. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, perfect. Okay, but it it was quality, right? Yeah, we wrote up the check here. Here's the check. We're going to be sending it to you tomorrow. And Mozi, too. Now, you know what you do in yellow? Take that check, take a check, and you know where you can put it. 
$28.50. We're we're in the province of Quebec. I'm going to end up clearing 10 bucks. Hold on. It's two hours times minimum wage, $14.25. Yeah, yeah. Two hours? Yeah. 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 (laughs) So we'll be sending it to you. So we don't want to hear your complaint anymore. Yeah. I used to work a post-game show that used to pay me $10 an hour. I did it for about 15 years. And then, and then somebody else wanted to do that. And I said, you can take it. I don't want it to start worth my time. Well, now you moved up. You're at 14.25 an hour. Leave my house at uh, six, uh, 6 o'clock at night, 6.15, 6.30, go to, uh, to go to the, uh, the establishment then, to get settled, to watch the game at 7 on a monitor, finishes at 9.30. You do the post game until midnight. Then you get home at around 12.30 or 12.45. So it's more than six hours of your time. Plus, you had to gas up, and you're getting $10 an hour. Hey, Mozitumo, stop. The French guy just commented. He thinks it's a mistake. He thinks it's $2,850. Well, now, look, I'm going to say that, you know, but anyway, look, uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Let's take the check of $2,850, all right? And we're going to donate it to something very near and dear to your heart, which is families of spinal muscular atrophy. Thank you. Okay? Yeah. And, and I'm going to take it a step further. Are you ready? Yep. Whatever you thought of paying me overtime between now and the entire hockey season, even if I do 100 hours of overtime, even 200, whatever you're thinking of paying me, take that, take, write the check to families of SMA. That's why we love you, Tony. Thank you very I, much. I, I'm you? doing it. I'm doing it for Sammy. For you. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for Sammy. We know. All right? We know. Okay. Twenty-eight fifty. That would have been nice. Doesn't even co- uh, cover his order for some pastries in LaSalle, says uh, Mark Fidanza. Uh, luckily, uh, that one there was uh, on the house. Natalie yeah. and Dario are pretty nice. Okay. You know how many subjects, topics I have tonight? Because you might think that I don't have many. I got a bunch of them. Before I get to them, the Sick Podcast brought to you in part by 8.6 Beer, Intense by Nature, the beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. Let me go back to Agnello and Sammy for a second, though. Uh, Rems Bergeron wants to know when I'm doing a 24-hour stream. I got a question for you. Do you think I could do a 24-hour stream Non-stop. I think we should do that and do it for charity. That would be wild. How are we going to make the money? Well, people are going to have to donate. We'll put a, the donate uh, donation button on the stream. And people can yeah. come and they donate. Uh, how long do you think I could go? You? Probably 48 hours. You think I can go 48 hours? Yep. Without sleeping? Yep. Well, your test is going to be when there's a West Coast game. We have to figure out what's going to happen there. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna need some uh, some caffeine in me. We're gonna call our friends at the Geloso Beverage Group, and uh, instead of the beer, we're gonna get something that has caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. And if I have a couple of those, listen, 48 hours I think is long. 24, you can do. Personally, I don't think I can do a 48 hour stream. I don't think I can. No, I think 24 hours we can pull it off. I don't even know if I could do a 24-hour stream, to tell you the truth. Yeah, you could put on Matt once in a while. You put other guests once in a while. You come back. Six hours I could do. 12 hours I could do. 24 hours? It would be amazing. I don't know. That would be be something. Yeah. It would be good. If I would know that there was food coming every hour, it would give me incentive, extra incentive, to actually stick around. You know what I mean? I'm sure everybody will send you food. 
Now, today, when we open up the phone lines, uh, 1 888 585 SICK, 1 585 7425. If people want to talk with you, you ready to take questions or what? We can't come on with them, but you're going to have to ask and we can type it in. Oh, you can't come on with them? No, we can't come on at the same time. The, the stream won't let us allow to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. we got to get another stream. we got to look for something else. we got to look for something else. Now, why would they want to ask me questions? You're there. They don't need us. You know what? I take a look at the messages. People are taking a liking to you. People want to know how my uh, my drive was back as I have uh, my left eye here on uh, on YouTube. All right? Um, I had the phone in my hand a couple of days ago. Someone took offense. So now it's like that. You see? Yeah, yeah. On this uh, stabilizer uh, tripod. We're getting, or whatever we're, getting it is. There. we're getting there. Yeah. Someone asked me how my drive was back from uh, 20 Guide. And uh, it was good. It was good because uh, tonight with the GC at TVA Sport, they were in uh, Trois-Rivières working the Lyon de Trois-Rivières hockey game. And uh, they were showing the game. And so they decided to do his show from the arena, which was cool. It's my first time ever to Trois-Rivières. I'd never been there before. And uh, I drove around a little bit. I decided to go there early. I mean, I was on at 5.25 or 5.30 p.m., and I left my house at 1.15. So I got there a couple of hours before. I was looking for someone to go with, and um, I couldn't find anybody. I called two of my buddies, Fast Phil and Danny, and they both came up with an excuse because I don't blame them, really. Two hours to drive there, two hours to stick around, two hours to come back. All of a sudden, it's six hours. And, um, oh, guess where I went? Where? Cash? I went to La Cash. Oh, wow. In Trois-Rivières. Wow. Yeah, I went to pick up some poutine, and I went to pick up some chicken wings, and uh, I figured JC and his son probably didn't have a bite to eat, and neither did I. So, you know, we, um, we energized right before going, uh, going on the tube. The Sick Podcast brought to you in part by LaCash. The last time you went to LaCash was when the Habs won the Cup. It's time you go back to LaCash. The menu will surprise you. So in yellow, yeah. I can say that I went to LaCash in Three Rivers. It's amazing. We just yeah. got a message from Dan. Remember Dan from Manitoba last night? Yeah, Dan from Manitoba with his, with, his, with his wife, Colette. Yeah, I think he wants to call you again. I'm not sure. He can call. Yeah. I mean, is there something that we didn't talk about yesterday? Yesterday, we uh, talked about pretty much everything, yeah, even the snow in Winnipeg. I know. We'll yeah. Hello, Dan, and hello to Colette as well. I'd also like to say uh, hello to uh, uh, Lynn Lamarise. Lynn Lamarise, yeah. And, and, and Gates. Ashley. All right. Uh, Ashley and her dad. Yep. Right. Ashley, she dropped off her dad, and then she was going back uh, home to St. Lazar. Yep. What a beautiful voice, by the way, on that, Ashley. Eh? I think we can make her co host. You know what? I don't have a problem with that. She certainly has the passion. I mean, she was she was there. She was at the Bell Center like, last night. She, she's a big Montreal Canadiens fan. Her dad got her hooked on the show, and uh, she's uh, she's she's supporting. She's a big fan. Big fan. Hey, listen. Yeah. If I got hired to do this stuff, I mean, uh, we can hire uh, we can hire Ashley too. Yeah, definitely. No. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, my drive was good on my way back from Three Rivers, and as soon as I got back, what do you think's the first thing I did in yellow? And yeah, hold on a second. Where do I do my prep work for the podcast? And where do I do my best thinking? 
In the hot tub. In my spa. Oh, yep. In my jacuzzi. Yep. So I go outside. It's looking nicer than ever today, by the way, because my electrician came. He put up the lights. I saw it. And he put up a heater. It's unbelievable. Okay? Mm -hmm. But I do my best thinking in the hot tub. I get the music going. I just sit back. I relax. And I start thinking of possible topics or possible guests or possible segments. And so we have a lot today. We have a lot. Okay. Let's go. Um, All right. Uh, are you able to bring Pierre Lebrun back on the podcast? Pierre Lebrun uh, works for a certain uh, television station uh, whose guests don't come on this podcast, not right now. Anyway, uh, I realized that he uh, he dropped uh, some of his uh, duties. Uh, the um, the um, intermission duties and stuff like that, but he's still working for a particular radio station. Is the spa ready for the winter? Yes, it is. Uh, this coming in from Renny Rivera. Robert Sawyer says Ashley should be a collaborator. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, Oliver, uh, Daniel Oliver says, if you do a 12-hour podcast, you could have different listeners co-host with you every hour. You know what, Agnello? There's an idea, and if they want to donate some money, we can do it that way. That's cool. And for some, they'll be living a dream. I, I'm lucky to be able to do this for a living. It's pretty cool. Um, others coming in. Um, Tony, I miss you on the radio, but I understand. You're a treasure, my friend. Sincerely, Lots of love to you and your family, Tony. God bless. Thank you, Bronco. Um, I, I think everyone knows by now what incited me to leave. But, uh, you know, a couple of people got back to me and said, you know what, Tony, uh, let's talk sports. So let's do that. Because, you know what, uh, there's no reason to look back, all right? Uh, there's only, you know, we're looking forward now and, it's going well, like I'm rocking and rolling. I'm, I'm, I'm loving French radio at BPM Sports 91.9 on your Montreal FM dial uh, with JC in the morning. Premier Contour is the name of the show. I'm loving GEC at TVA Sports. I'm on Monday to Thursday at around 5.30 p.m. I'm loving that. I'm helping enjoy. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving the podcast right now. And, uh, you know, this is uh, now it's the big leagues. Now it's the National Hockey League. It's pretty cool. Uh, others coming in. Um, Jake Gibson should have asked me. He says he would have drove me uh, to Three Rivers. Sean Gerard, by the way, of Energy Transport, told me that if I ever need a lift, that uh, you know what, I can I can count on him. I can give him a call, which is kind of cool. All right. Um, when will we see the Pez dispenser play this season? Talking about uh, Michael Pozzetta, of course, who hasn't played a game yet. We'll see what happens. Tony, you should do it with collaborators, with other hockey podcasters for holidays and for donations. Folks, you have such great ideas. Amazing. Uh, as long as Tony is fed, he'll be fine. You're right about that. You could. You have the potential and the materials, but I know that it would be demanding to do 24 hours, but you can do it. Tony, talk about CF Montreal. Traditional media does not. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I know New York City doesn't have Castellanos. They are the defending MLS champions. They're coming off a big 3-0 win versus Inter-Miami. CF Montreal is coming off a big 2-0 win versus Orlando. I have a feeling that this is going to be a very close soccer game, folks. It's going to be a one-goal game. And you want a prediction? I'll make a prediction. 
Uh, I think this one's going to penalties. Um, this just a gut feel. I think it's going to penalties, and obviously when they go to penalties, it can go either way. But, you know, one thing CF Montreal showed, they can play with the defending champs. They'll play with them. I'm really looking forward to this game on Sunday. As a matter of fact, um, I, Sunday 1 o'clock can't come fast enough for me. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to that. Um, hey, Tony, interview CF Montreal players uh, and management if you can. I will. I promise you I will interview CF Montreal players on the podcast. I promise you I will interview coaches. I promise you I will interview the sporting director. I promise you I will interview the assistant sporting director. Uh, the sick podcast is going to have that. It's not only going to have Habs. It's going to be a podcast. It's going to start off as a podcast for Montrealers and fans of Montreal sports teams. Everything Montreal, everything Quebec, and then at one point we might branch out there and we might expand. All right. Um, Tony, traditional radio doesn't have anyone who knows soccer. Um, they do. Um, traditional radio has guests, um, have hosts who know soccer. Um, I think most of them are on the French side. Um, but, you know, it's just some know a little bit more and some know a little bit less. And I, I was, I'm lucky to say I was, I was born with the game. So I, um, I love it. I just, I can't get enough. And I enjoy watching soccer at all levels, amateur, professional, all ages. And uh, I make it a habit of going to watch. I, there were summers where I used to watch anywhere between maybe 70, 80, Amateur soccer games per summer. Probably about 20 each of my kids and probably another 40 or 50 of just other big games that were going on and stuff like that and whatever. And sometimes I've been watching even three in a day. I could start watching some, you know, games on Saturdays or Sundays at around noon and finish watching them at around seven or whatever it was. But anyway, Tony, I knew Ted Teven and his producer, Dan McGarity, back in the day. Did you ever meet Ted or Dan? Any chance you spend a segment with some friends and acquaintances of Ted as a tribute? Um, okay, so I met Ted Teven. I met him a couple of times, and uh, I looked up to him a lot. He was my favorite radio personality. And uh, when I worked at the old station, when I started back in 2002 volunteering, and then 2003, I ended up um, getting a full-time job. Um, that paid just a little bit more than volunteer. Um, he was there. He was, he was, he was doing a radio show. And uh, I used to, I didn't want to sit in studio. I was a little bit intimidated. I didn't want to invade on his privacy. I didn't know him well enough to know if I could actually sit in the studio or not, but I would kind of be peeking through the door to actually see the way he was doing his show and the way he would maneuver. And he was a showman. And that's the style that I uh, I thought I had going in. That's the style I wanted to uh, uh, to bring to the radio, and he had that kind of style. And uh, I thought he was absolutely unbelievable. Um, and um, the, he didn't talk a lot of sports, though. There were shows where he was on for three hours, and uh, and uh, you know he didn't. Uh, 
didn't talk a lot of sports sometimes. So, I mean, I, I want to be a showman too, but I want to talk more sports than anything else. Uh, Alfred Vega, respectfully, Tony, maybe one day without getting into details, can you explain what happened with TSN? So here we go. Uh, I just said I didn't want to get into it. And uh, somebody asked me to get into it. Uh, Alfred, I loved what I did. I loved working on the radio. I loved working English radio. I love the connection that I had with my listeners. They were like family to me. Um, it was a dream doing what I did. A dream I didn't want to see end. But at the end of the day, If I was happy with everything, I wouldn't have left. Somebody who's happy with everything doesn't leave. And for those who have thrown out, because I, I heard the whole spin that uh, Tony went to go somewhere else and somewhere else and work less and make more money, that's all a load of crap. Okay? It's a load of crap. I resigned at 12 p.m. on a Friday. I didn't have anything signed with no radio station. I didn't have anything signed with no TV station when I resigned. It didn't take long for them to make me sign, but I can tell you that I had nothing signed. I just, it was time for me to go. I believe that when you have rules, they should be the same rules for everybody. Not a different rule for someone who's having success. I don't want to get into it more. I don't think I have to get into it more. But Something was going on that I didn't think was right because it was a different rule for me than everyone else. And I went in and I said, I'm leaving. And that was that. So um, it was a tough, it was, it was tough. It was tough. I mean, I, uh, I had tears in my eyes. I was very emotional. But um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about loyalty. I was there for 20 years, right? And um, I got approached by 91.9 FM five years before that, five. I met with them, sat down in the office. They um, made me an offer. And out of loyalty for my listeners, who were like family to me, I um, 
I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And then I remember during the Euro, when Italy won the Euro, I'm going to go back a little bit now. I was celebrating with uh, fans of the Italian national team and East End and RDP and in La Salle. And while all that was going on, I was even approached um, to do politics and to run for a certain party and had three meetings and um, when I had to give my answer on a Sunday morning, I remember the day before, I got stopped by so many people saying, we love you so much on the radio. Don't ever stop doing what you do and stuff like that. And I remember when I woke up on the Sunday, I didn't have no politics in my heart and stuff like that. And I just didn't want to leave radio. And I, uh, I picked up the phone and I said, no, it's not in my heart. And I've always done things with my heart. Um, there are more talented broadcasters than me. But they're going to have to put 150% of their heart into their work if they want to outheart me. And um, that's the thing that I pass on to my kids. I say to them, find something that you're passionate about and put your heart and soul into it. Every inch of your heart, every ounce of your heart. And um, it's, uh, it's um, what brought me success. Tony, we want to know the rule. Um, you want to know the rule. Do I really have to spell it out? Wow. Hmm. My God. What do I do now, Agnello? Agnello, save me. What's happening? <laughs> they want to know what the rule was. I think you actually, I think people can figure it out. Um, I think you're very good at what you do. You're doing great. I think, I think you're at the best place in your life you've ever been. So it's time to move on. The sick podcast. Yep. When I left. Yep. Had reached 10 million homes. In less than a year, 10 million homes. There's a lot of radio stations. There's a lot of TV stations. There's a lot of media outlets that don't reach 10 million in 10 years. Yep. I reached it in a year. And uh, we got a lot of support. Got a lot of sponsors. We made a lot of positive noise. And um, I thought it was great. And in turn, uh, my ratings were great for what was the most difficult slot with zero budget for guests. You don't see me on billboards. You didn't see me on brochures. You didn't see me on pamphlets. You didn't often hear commercials. The ratings were very, very good. 
I, huge I, market share in the most difficult slot. So everything was going good. The podcast was going good. The radio was going good. Everything was going good. But um, I think you should leave it. I, that The only thing you can tell people ended that way is that the rules weren't the same for everyone. Just leave it at that. That's a, uh, let's go there. And and it, Mike says seems like it was a, a money issue. Now, Mike, there's there's no money issue. No money okay? issue. No, Mike, Mike, forget about it. If I was worried about money and radio, I I, I would have never started, or I would have quit a long time ago. All right. So anyway, uh, can we move on now? Yeah, let's, 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 let's please go. move on. I just I'm the kind of guy that is very transparent. So if you you know you have questions, I don't know how to avoid them. I don't know how to lie to you. I'm very grateful for the opportunity that I got in radio by Wayne Buse. I'm very grateful that I worked English sports radio for 20 years. It was a privilege. It was an honor. I, I loved every second of what I did. I've moved on. I don't want to look back anymore. Things are really, really going well. I'm excited about it. Uh, and I think, and a lot of English listeners are giving, you know, uh, French radio, an opportunity. They're giving French television an opportunity. Uh, they're supporting and stuff like that. And, uh, and you know, one of the things I'm trying to do, I, I'd love to be able to bring uh, the Francophones and the Anglophones together and and unify. And because sports has no language, right? Sports is, is the, the language of sports is, is passion and this and that and all that stuff. And so uh, that's, um, that's what it is. Uh, that, that's what it is. All right. Okay. So Arbor Jackeye, he did he show up Zach Cashin? That's one of the things I want to talk about. Did Slavkowski make a mistake by yelling at Brown and telling him where to go? Did Suzuki lack etiquette or sportsmanship? By lobbing the puck over Ingram. Team pitcher day. Price and Hughes were missing today, in case you missed it earlier on. And, you know, when Matheson and, and Edmondson come back, who's out of the lineup? Because the way Jack I stood up for himself yesterday and gave confidence to his teammates... How do you take that guy out of the lineup now? We'll get to your comments. Tony, ta prononciation est si claire que je peux suivre comme c'était du français. Wow, that's fantastic. Merci beaucoup. Others coming in. Weidman will come out. Yeah. Uh, others. Tony, keep up the great work and keep doing what you do. You're sick. Thank you very much. Habination says, yes, I'm trying en français. Pierre-Luc says, ensemble, on est plus fort. as raison, Pierre-Luc. Others coming in. Uh, Daniele Romani, love the podcast. It's sick. Thank you very much. Uh, and... Um, Tony, as someone from Oakville, Ontario, this is a really much-needed podcast and appreciated by everyone else. Thank you very much, sir. 
Adam says, when is Chris Nyland coming on? We're working on that. Uh, others coming in. Would it change anything about yesterday's game, says Daniel Oliver, or, or Olivier Daniel, or Daniel Olivier, pardon me. Love the confidence, unity, and emotion. Robert says it's okay. Arizona's not a divisional rival. Tony, can you get Denny Kader on your show? Yes, I can. 100% I can. Tony, lacking etiquette with the penalty shot goal. I need you to think about this, okay? Uh, somebody said this to me today, and it made me think about it. It was beautiful, that goal. We loved it. He flicked the, the puck over Ingram, okay? It was beautiful. The score was 4 nothing at the time. He made it 5 nothing. That is like doing a panenka in soccer when you chip the goalie, right? And you're winning 4 nothing. It's, you're kind of like, you're kind of like showing up the other team type of thing. It's kind of frowned upon. I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't. As a matter of fact, I loved it. I love when people display their talent. I thought it was amazing. Um, but it could be interpreted that way. So why don't we do this? Let's get to your calls. We're going to open up the phone lines because a lot of you are asking us to open up the fine li- the phone lines. Before we do, I will tell you about matrixhomefitness.ca. MatrixHomeFitness.ca. Bring it home. Discover a club quality workout in the comfort of your own home. Visit MatrixHomeFitness.ca. That's it. One triple eight five eight five six. One triple eight five eight five seven four two five. Home game is fair play. He did it for the fans. I like that explanation from Maxim Murray. Max Powell, the only other person who would agree with you is Tortorella. Rene Rivera, Harris is my new favorite player. Wally King, having fun playing loose. Great recipe. Massar and Beck are both studs. They're both off to a great start. Tony, au moment présent, il est tout simplement impossible de retirer de l'alignement Un ou l'autre des trois jeunes défenseurs des Canadiens. Même si Edmondson et Matheson revient en santé. Tony Datsuk did it. Was there any etiquette issues raised? I don't know. I don't know if the score was 4 nothing when he did it. Tony, this young team has already developed an identity. Wow, future looks bright. That's Nick's move. He comes down the side. He waits out the goalie and flicks it backside. They just needed to do their homework. George says, let hockey players show some personality that includes showcasing their talents. I don't have a problem with that. Good job, Tony. Thanks for being on at 10 p.m. You're the GOAT. This coming in from Max Powell. Agnello, if you want to bring up any callers or you want to bring up any messages, now's the time. Daddy says, sing Felicità. Senti nell'aria c'è già la nostra canzone d'amore che va come un pensiero che sa di felicità. Ah, senti. There we go. I think I sang it a few times already today. By the way, folks, I I, I hope we, uh, we, we, we said what we had to say. Everything's great. Saran Kun, everything's great. 
<clears throat> Looking forward. Everything's awesome. All right. We have Dan. Don't tell, we have Dan in Manitoba again. Yeah, okay. Now we're going backstage again. Dan, are you there? Dan, are you there? Yeah, how's it going, Tony? Yeah, it's going good. What's going on with you? <clears throat> Not much. What's up with you? Hey, what do you want to talk about? Today? Let's talk about something. What do you want to talk about? Let's get some. Uh, well, hold on, hold hold on a second, Dan. Okay. Dan, hold on a second. No problem. No you, problem. Problem. you know what? I'll tell you something. Dan, you. Dan, Dan, I'll hold on a second. Watch. Dan. This guy's French. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Agnello, we hear you in the background. Dan, okay. hold on a second. Okay, no problem. Hold on a second. Agnello and Sammy, we hear you. Zita, 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 Zita. Okay, we still hear them. Yeah. What's going on? Why am I hearing Agnello, Sammy, and Juliana right now? What? Okay, so Dan, I opened up the phone lines. You called okay. me. And you ask me what I want to talk about. Okay, what do you want? Let's talk about the abs. Um, no, no, no. The, the, what I'm saying is, you called me, and you asked me you what know? I want to talk about. Dan, you tell me what you want to talk about. Let's talk about the abs. Well, I, I would hope so. I mean, uh, we 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 started that. We're going to talk about the Montreal Canadiens. But why? Listen, why do you why do you sound like you're calling from outer space tonight? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on speakerphone. Oh, can you? Is there a reason in particular why you're on speakerphone? Um, I think on speakerphone. Right, on me on speakerphone. Well, no, no, but Dan, Dan, I asked a very, with all due respect, I asked a very simple question: Is there a reason in particular that I'm on speakerphone? And you, you say, well, I, you don't want me on speaker. Dan, is there a reason in particular why I'm on speakerphone? Just tell me. You put me on speakerphone because you want Colette. To listen into the conversation. Actually, no, Colette's sleeping. She's sick in bed. <laughs> so she's not listening tonight. Oh, she's she's sick in bed. Really? What's wrong with her exactly? Yeah. Uh, she has a sore throat. She's being asked. No, it's not COVID. Don't worry. It's not COVID. No, no. no <laughs> listen, I, I, don't, don't, you're asking, you're telling me not to worry. I'm, I'm not going to catch it from her. She's in Winnipeg. I'm from Montreal. I, <laughs> I understand this thing yeah, is contagious, but not to that point. You know, it's a t- well, it's a time of year, you know, the flu season, you know, and you know, she has a sore throat. And yeah, a lot of people at her her work are getting sick. You know, it's a time of year, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so, so now she has a sore throat. So sorry, are you are bed. you are you sleeping downstairs tonight, or what's the story here? No, I'm sleeping on the couch. You're sleeping on the couch tonight. Why? Yeah, because I don't want to catch her sore throat. <laughs> oh, because you don't want to catch the sore throat. Okay, that's I don't nice. Catch cold. Yeah, if she, has she asked you to go get her a. Uh, a glass of uh, water, room temperature, put a little bit of honey in it, or or boil some no, milk, put a little that. bit of honey, anything. Have you done any? Have you done anything for Colette? Because the only thing I found out yesterday after talking to you guys for 20 minutes was that she went on one trip in her life. It was your mother who paid for it, your mother who brought exactly. her. You both drove, and your mother spent a couple of days with her in the States. That's the only trip yeah. she's ever had in her life. All she's known is Winnipeg all her life. You, Dan, and one trip to the states. No, I know. I I want to go. No, I'll tell you something. Totally honestly, I want to go to. I want to go to Montreal. I want to go to Habs game. Seriously. Yeah, that's my yeah. dream. That's my okay. dream. Well, we're gonna make it happen then. 
How is that? Well, we, we, we have to find a way to make it happen. I know. I mean, that's you your dream? Your dream is to go to Montreal, to go to a Habs game? That's your dream? Yeah, of course. I love the... I, you know, I, I bleed red, white, and blue, man. That's how much I love my Habs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You don't know how much I love the Habs. Does Colette love the Habs as much as you do? You know what? I'll tell you something. When Gilles Ward died, I cried, seriously. I had to tear my eye. You're telling me. I haven't stopped crying. I still haven't, you know, still. I watch his videos. Listen, I I watch his videos and his documentaries on YouTube at least every other day. Really? I I think I know absolutely everything about the flower's life. Everything. You know, I'll tell you something, Tony. You kick ass. Sorry, my language, but you kick ass. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I really, I really mean that. But I, but I, I do believe that at a time where Colette is not feeling well and she has a sore throat and she's under the weather and probably battling flu like symptoms here, I do believe, mm-hmm. Dan, between you and I, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I'm not a marriage counselor or anything, but it, I have a certain expertise <laughs> in sports and mm-hmm. in women that you should be at her bedside right now asking her if she needs anything. This is what I do with my wife when she's not feeling good. I do. I'm hey, at her I, side. Honey I ask her if she needs lemon. anything. I bring her water, uh, water, tea, lemon, whatever. I, I give her I've a full massage. Time. I've been just, I've been getting her, I've been making her suppers. I've been, oh, everything, anything she asked me, I've been doing for her. Yeah. What did, what did you make her for supper tonight? Oh, we, we ordered out. We're bad. Yeah, we ordered yeah. out. Grande Schwarzer guy had to do all you. What a what an effort you made tonight. Well, I got home late. Yeah, I yeah. Got home late from work, and yeah, yeah. I didn't have time. Well, I got actually I got steak in the in the fridge. Yeah, you got steak in the fridge. I, I married some marinated some steak uh, a couple of days ago. So yeah, but uh, but you ordered out. What, what what did you order exactly? Chicken. <laughs> chicken. No, no, not KFC. No, not KFC. Yeah. We just ordered um, chicken chefs called chicken Yeah, yeah, chef. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like you don't have to give them a plug. It's okay. Uh, so you ordered chicken for her. Okay. You know, she's not yeah. feeling well. You should have made her a nice soup. A nice well, chicken she soup. Some, uh, she had soup uh, the other night, other day too. She had some Campbell's soup. So, yeah. Nice chicken little soup. Okay. I, I, we got to, you, know you know, Tony, I say everything I was listening for you with you tonight, you know, it, it hit me right in the heart, what you said, about your career and everything, you know, I give you credit. But what did I say exactly? Uh, about the radio, all what happened, the radio, everything. I, you I, know, I, wow. there, there's, there's, there's nothing that happened. It's, it's all good. I know. You know, let's not, no, let's not. Have I, to, I did my time. On, right? I decided to move on. It was time to move on. It's all good. You know, it's all you know, good. You know Everything's great. Yeah. Hello, everybody. It's all good. You know what we have to do? We have to kick ass in your podcast. Well, you, know, you know what? I, I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue what I've done all my life. I put all my heart and all my soul, all my passion and all my energy in my work. I'm doing it with the radio hey, you know station I'm with That's right now. Is. I'm doing it with the TV station I'm with right now, and I'm doing it on the podcast. And you know what? Yeah, it's yeah. been extremely rewarding. The exposure has been absolutely fantastic. They have a lot of respect for my work. It seems like the listeners and the viewers are happy. Everyone's happy. 
everybody's happy. Yeah. So it's 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 a beautiful in the end. Question? It's a beautiful story in the end. Yeah, you know, can I ask you one quick question? Yeah, what sure. Can I get Aaron Asham on your show? You you know Aaron Asham. You want me to get Aaron Asham on my show who played for the Canadians on a fourth line in the 90s? Hey, you're a tough dude, man. Come on, man. 100% he was. Yes, 100% he was. And you know what? I'm just trying to understand because I'd be more than happy to put him on. What What's the angle exactly? What's the what? What's the angle? What do you mean by the angle? What do you mean? Like, by that? What do you want me to talk to him about exactly? I could talk about his career. How how he could probably talk about his career. Yeah, I understand. But with that logic, I, I mean, I can go back in the last thirty years, and I, and I could talk to seven hundred hockey players and about their careers. But I mean, I'm not just going to pick up the phone to get anyone who played hockey just to talk to them just about their career. And that, like, there's got to be an angle. Were Were you a fan of the Flintstones at any point, or what? Oh, of course, I'm wearing a Flintstone. Hey, I'm wearing a Flintstone shirt right now. Oh, really? I yeah, am. You remember yeah. the uh, what was it? The 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 the, the uh, which show was it exactly? Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy that. Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy that. Whose baby? He had to say it like a million times, and in the end, he started saying, "I'll buy that baby." What's your angle? Whose baby? I'll buy it. The angle. Who's buying? You remember? Yeah. Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy that. Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy that. Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy that. That was a that was one of my that was a very good episode, but the best one, the yeah. best, the best. Which one? There was a couple of them. One of them was when Goggles Paisano was driving up the wall. You remember that he was driving on the wall, or then he was driving like a guy yeah, who's yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. That was very very good. And then and then the uh, the tire started chipping, and then he picked up the car and he went over the finish line, and he thought he had won the twenty thousand dollars. And he had taken a day off from work and stuff like that. But in the end, he was disqualified because the car wasn't yeah. able to make it over its finish line with its own power. He actually had to yeah, get I up. Remember that. Yeah, I remember that. The entire time on the Flintstones, if you recall, when they used to drive, they used to be moving their feet. There was no tires. They were moving their feet type of thing. Remember that? So you, so you love the Flintstones, eh? Yeah. Oh, I love the Flintstones, too. I love the Flintstones. A judo, a judo, a chop, chop, chop. I love you. Remember a judo, a judo, a chop, chop, chop. You don't remember that one? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what? If you get Chris Nyland on your show, it's going to be awesome. I think he'll be great. I'm going to get Chris at some point for sure. He and I, we talk all the time. I think we talked last week, I I think we talked the week before. We talk all the time. Chris and I love each other. Yeah. Said, you know, I've, you ever seen his podcast? He's had some great guests on his show. Yes, yes. I watch his podcast all the time. As a matter of fact, it's called. Hey, you know what's another good podcast? I don't know if you heard. Uh, Coach Frenchie. Yes. Why don't we do this? Why don't we promote everyone's podcast right now on my time on this podcast? Why don't we do that, Dan? Hey, let's do. Let's yeah. do Coach Frenchie. You know what? I'll tell you. Yeah, 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 Dan. Let's let's promote. Like so, instead of us promoting this one, let's promote everyone's podcast on this podcast, Dan. Like that's really let's gonna that, that's really gonna it. help us. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, can I can I tell you a story about Coach Frenchy? Okay, he he's from Richmond, Quebec, right? Dan, Dan yeah. I, I feel obliged to suspend you for one week. This is uh, I, I, uh, I'm the commissioner of the league here. There's a one week suspension for you. Is that a, can you live with one week? I guess so. Yeah. Why don't you do this? Take the week to take care of Colette. 
Okay. Yeah, because I'm going I'm to tell you something. I know women. And the fact that Colette right now is not feeling good, and you're on the phone with me to talk about other people's podcasts, and you ordered out for her on top of it instead of showing and making an effort to do something. Right now, okay, you should be right. Dan, of course I'm right, Dan. I'm an expert in sports and women. Dan, listen to me carefully. Right now, what you should be doing, you should be taking foot cream, you should be massaging her feet. You should be rubbing her Yeah, you should ask her whatever she needs, and you should go out there and just do it. Execute. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. I just oh, okay. know, like... But we have, we have to get you have to get Coach Frenchie. Come on. Yeah, yeah but, the, but the fact... Stop now. You're going to get suspended two weeks pretty soon. But the fact, Dan, I that you... Dan, the fact that you only got her out of Winnipeg once... And it was your mother that did so. I, know. I don't I listen don't to me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to upset you. Really, I don't. But you're gonna have to start doing a little bit more for Colette because, or else, late last show, she's will. gonna leave you. you. You know what? You give me good advice, and I, I will. Yeah, no, no. You don't want your wife to leave you because if she does, she's gonna take you to the cleaners. No, she won't leave me. No. 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 No, eh? No. Cause I love her. Cause I love her too much. Come on. Well, I, 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 I can obviously tell that you do. She's sick, and you're on the phone with me. <laughs> well, she, she, <laughs> she would be bothered. She's in bed. But I will do what you say to do. Yeah, I'll take your advice. All right, Eric Lavallee says, and yellow help us. Let's talk about UFOs. All right, uh, we're gonna talk to you soon. All right, we're gonna talk to you soon. Uh, one week. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have the suspension at one week because I'm okay to promote my buddy Chris Nyland's podcast. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, but mm-hmm. when we start promoting okay. other people's podcasts too, then we're getting carried away to Mosey Tool now. You understand? Okay. Yeah, I, we'll talk okay. To you I, yeah, Dan, 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 go take care of Colette. Go take mm-hmm. care of Colette. Once she got out of Winnipeg, your mother brought her. Go take you know you know, and she was long for the. Go take care of Colette. Agnello. Agnello, can we hang up on Dan, please? And Agnello, come back. No, we have uh, Cereal in Quebec. Cereal? Hey, salut, Tony. Oui, salut. Comment ça va? C'est quoi ton nom à toi? Hey, mon nom, c'est Cyril. Cyril. Cyril Fournier. Cyril Fournier, mais mon gars qui travaille en Ariane, en arrière de la scène, là, Il a écrit céréales, ouais. comme si c'était des coins céréales. Céréales, il a écrit. Céréales. Il aurait pu écrire mini Mais oui, c'est, euh, c'est Cyril. Cyril, comment ça va? Ça va pas pire, ça va pas pire, toi? Ah, oh, moi, ça va très bien, Cyril. Ça va très bien. On, on, je suis ici un vendredi soir à 23h. Je suis en train de parler avec toi. Actuellement, ouais. maintenant, toi, tu es la personne la plus importante dans ma vie. Dans ta vie au complet. Okay. Mais actuellement, à 23h, un vendredi soir, le 21 octobre, moi, je, ma, concentration, moi. ma concentration, ma focus, c'est tout sur toi. It's all on you, Cyril. All right, all right. You are the most important person in the world to me right now, Cyril. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. But first of all... Who Sammy and Agnello have called Cyril. This, this discussion with Dan was... 
was insightful. Oh, it was. It changed my life. It changed mine too. I don't know. I don't even think I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm so excited. Uh, same here. Same here. That's what it calls you. I was so hyped by all this, and I just wanted to share it with you and and faire du pouce là-dessus puis parler du du but Suzuki. Uh, on parle du but Suzuki. Let's talk about Suzuki's goal. Look, it was beautiful. Everyone knows it was beautiful. It was a stroke of genius. There was pure talent. It was beautiful. Do you think yeah. he should not have done it up for nothing at home? Do you think it was kind of yeah. like showing up the other team a little bit? What other moment do you have to do a move like this? I mean, it's the exact right moment to do this kind of thing just to have fun to just put the cherry on the, the sunday just on le fait pour vrai on y va à 100% puis c'est même pas juste une façon d'être baveux mm-hmm. une façon de, de montrer que t'es fort puis de, de marquer un but ça a fonctionné le but c'est quoi c'est de marquer un but le but c'est le, le but c'est de marquer un but ça c'est sûr là. you have to score any chance you get you have to put the puck in the net Yeah. Faut la mettre dedans. Donc, for you, any way you can go about putting that puck in the net, you have no problem with that whatsoever. No, and if it's if it's a piece of art, well, I'm all for it. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Hey, Cyril, you call anytime. Where in Quebec are you? Quebec City or? Saint-Jean-Baptiste. Uh, Saint-Jean-Baptiste. Yeah, I know it well. Yesterday, I met with Ivan Boisvert. Ivan Boisvert used to listen to me on English sports radio. At one point, he sent me a message saying he was going to be in Montreal years ago and wanted to see the studio, and we invited him to studio, I believe. And we met, and you know what? We talked, and you know what? We even added each other on Facebook. And he reached out to me about a week ago, and he said, Tony, I'm going to be in Montreal on business work-related for three or four days. Before heading back home to Quebec, I'd like to have lunch with you. And I said, absolutely, 100%. And we had lunch. And he brought me a beautiful shirt that said, Marinero, un gars de chez nous which I wore earlier today, and I was thinking of actually even wearing it tonight, but um, I had stained the shirt a little bit and stuff like that So when I was eating. So, uh, you know, it's, it's in the wash right now. But So I want to I thank Ivan Boisvert for the beautiful shirt. Thank you, Cyril. We'll talk to you soon. If you ever want to go to lunch hey. one day when yeah. you're in town, you let me know, and oh, we'll go. Geez. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ivan. Shout out to Ivan. Wait, wait, yeah, shout out to Ivan. Yes, naturally. All right, Cyril. Okay. Take care. Yeah. Agnello and Sammy, can I bring you up now? Like, can I can I bring you up for a second before we get to the next caller? What's up? Okay. How do you think you write Cyril? Good question. You guys wrote C-E-R-E-A-L serial. No, I put C-E-R-I-L, Cyril. No, 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 no. You want me to take a picture of it? It's right here in front of me. <laughs> hey, don't pull a fast one on me. You're working us overtime, man. 
Yeah, now you know how it feels. I know. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Listen, at this point, it's not like you can invite your friends over to your house on a Friday night at 11.05. It's too late. At this point, we either stay on and talk to our people or we go to bed. What else are we going to do? I think we should take comments from people now. I'm, all- I'm a man of the people. If they want me to stick around, I'd be more than happy to stick around. Look how somebody wrote my name. N-Y-E-L-L-O-W. N-Yellow. You have two L's in your name, right? Yeah. but he put- So you're A-N-I-E-L-L-O. Yeah, he put N-Y-E-L-L-O. See? Okay. I'm not that bad. It's the same thing. Yeah, let's get. Mo- hey, hey, listen to this. Good morning, Tony from Thailand. Incredible, Roy Shrewd. I'd like to go to Thailand one day. Yeah, they say it's beautiful there. I have a buddy of mine who's been living in Thailand for a while now. Yeah. Went to went to high school with him. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we used to work together. He's been in Thailand for a while. Yeah. Pretty cool. Dan is in the chat. Yes, Dan. Dan that we suspended for one week <laughs> now is in our chat. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> he can't be suspended from the chat either, or what? What's the story here? No, you can't do that to him. Okay, so listen. How many points did uh, Owen Beck pick up tonight? I think he said somebody said six. Oh, you think somebody said six? Yeah. Okay. So I have you guys at master control. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. I have you guys at master control. Owen Beck tonight had one goal, five assists. He had six points. Correct. Okay? Yep. And in in what was uh, a big win for his team. Yeah. All right? Instead of, points. instead of you telling me that, you, you're looking for somebody to actually tweet about it instead of you knowing this information. No, I knew the information. I just like making the callers feel good. Oh, you knew the information that he picked up six points. Mezar got four points. And Mezar got four points tonight. One goal, three assists, yep. By the way, sending Mezar down to play with uh, the Kitchener Rangers, there were a lot of people that were unhappy with that, saying, you know what, he'll be too good. It's not a bad thing to be a like a dominant player and have a great season. It's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. So it's a good thing. Good thing. Hi, Tony. I'm from the year 2159. The still uh, the Leafs still haven't made it past the second round. That's funny. Bobby Design says research is extra money. Tony, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Tony, which rookie who's not on the team you're most excited about? I am excited about Beck for sure. I'm excited about Massar for sure. My question to you, uh, but before I do playground over 600 machines, poker tournaments and playground casino games, daily promotions, unmatched customer service. Why go anywhere else located just over the Mercia bridge? Only minutes from downtown Montreal. There you go. A shout out to them. Arbor Jack last night fights. Zach Cashin, he doesn't beat him. He obliterates him. When the fight is over, he's looking at the crowd, asking them to make noise. That too, there's a certain etiquette in the National Hockey League. As much as it, it, see, the thing is, is that when Canadians players do something, 
Everyone's just excited that they do it. But I need you to think about something for a second here. Players around the league, they just saw what Jack I did. Yes, they just saw him obliterate Cashin, but they probably saw him waving to the crowd like that too and stuff like that. He's going to be challenged. They might not like that he did that. Does that worry you? Slavkovsky showing the emotion of an 18-year-old kid. No one's going to hold it against him. He's 18 years old. He's a little bit naive. He scored his first goal ever in the National Hockey League. But he tells a player on the other team to F off. He taunts him. And then he says after the game, you know what? Uh, I like playing with Jack Guy and stuff like that because this guy can go out and he can like just, just destroy anybody type of thing. Do you think that Jack Guy has a target on his back now? Do you think that Slavkowski has a target on his back? If you want to give me a call, one 585 sick one 585 7425 And Chris says that we should do giveaways for sick fans. Do we have any swag at any point here to give away or what? What's the story here? I love that idea. Yeah, we have. Yeah, what do we have exactly? We can set up hats, T-shirts, hoodies. Hats, hats, T-shirts, hoodies, this, that. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah, That's pretty good. Yeah. We're also getting other uh, messages that uh, people want me to set up that whole thing with uh, Jack Eye and George Lorac. Because George Lorac told us yesterday on the podcast, he said that he'd love to be able to give Jack Eye a couple of tips. You know what? If I'm Jack Eye, I'm taking the tips from George Lorac. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Arguably the best enforcer in the history of the National Hockey League. Wow. No? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Like, I mean, I would I would be willing to bet that if you polled the entire hockey world, the guys, the two guys that would get the most votes for the toughest enforcer in the history of the National Hockey League are George Larac and Bob Probert. Yeah, Probert was crazy too. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. It was different times, but... Yeah, I understand. But, uh, you know, getting punched in the face in 1990, getting punched <laughs> in the face in 2000, you're still getting punched in the face at the end of the day. What do you, what do you mean it was different times? Uh, yes, you're right. You know, what are we talking about here? You're right. Yeah, yeah, it was tough too, but it was different times. And yellow, tough is tough. Whether you're tough in 1980 or you're tough in 2000, or you're tough in 2020, what I, what someone I mean, who's tough is tough. No, what I mean by that, a lot of people don't like the fighting as much as they used to like in the olden days. That's what I mean. You're one of them, I guess. I understand that. But what does that have to do with the whole different times thing? No, that's not right. Emozi too now. You know who else was really tough? Pound for pound. Pound for pound? Ty Domi pound for pound was really tough. tough. Yeah. He was very tough. Very, very tough to knock out or knock down. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, yet still. Is, is somebody calling us? Yeah, somebody's calling Yeah, me. pick it up, pick it up. Like, I, I don't know, like, he just looks at it and I, what was he doing? Chris says that he would rep some uh, sick attire. Let's make it happen, Bello. Eric Lavallee says Chris King, too. Mike Ventola says Todd Ewan. Others coming in. He's not an enforcer, but no one wanted to fight Chara. That's true, too. Robert Sawyer, Stan Jonathan. Of course, the fight that made him famous was uh, giving Pierre Bouchard the bloody nose. Hats. Mike Ventola wants hats. He likes hats. Every time Ovechkin scores, it's like he won the cup. So our guy showing swagger is fine. It's a good way of looking at it. In terms of NHL etiquette, the boys need to be coached. That's okay. 
Pierre Luke says Gino Ojic. Tony says Probert was the best overall. Anthony gives a vote to Brashear. Mike Anton gives a vote to the late John Cordick. I have to tell you, I really, back in the day, I really loved watching John Cordick fight. Remember, Jay Miller at one point came in and he was tough to handle and the Canadians got John Cordick in. But a lot of NHL enforcers, they said that Cordick's punches didn't hurt very much. And they're probably right because he used to get in like 30 or 40 of them and he didn't knock out or knock down too many people. But I loved watching him fight though. Lyle O'Line is someone else's Lyle O'Line. Down the stretch, when Sheldon Surrey, when the wires touched, he had some pretty big fights. But I think it also coincided with his wrist injury, and he had a brace over his wrist, and that brace would 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 cut open a few players. Larry Robinson versus uh, Dave uh, Schultz. That one there was a turning point in Montreal Canadiens history. Right after Robinson gave Schultz the smackdown, that swagger and that intimidation that the Flyers had had previously in 74 and 75, it was gone. Their balloon was completely deflated. John Ferguson, there's a name from the past. He was really something. And, of course, my buddy Knuckles. Over 3,000 penalty minutes, Knuckles took on everyone. Heart of a lion. Philip is in Quebec City. Philip, what's going on? How's it going, Tony? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I really enjoy your show. I listen to it every day at work. Thank uh, you. I've been on the background in my radio. and uh, Thank yeah. you. Nice, nice job. You're talking about the podcast, I would assume? Yeah, the podcast. Ah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And by the way, you can watch it here on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitter. But you can also go listen to it on Google and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. Yeah, Arbor Jack guy. Yes, talk to me about him. Uh, I was watching uh, videos around the internet today, and I've noticed everybody's talking about Ryan Reeves. Well, Ryan Reeves is, is, I mean, Ryan Reeves is the number one enforcer in the National Hockey League right now, you'd have to think. Yep, he's a big boy. McDermott is Nick Deloria could take care of himself. McDermott is a handful. There's a couple. There's a couple. Uh, Tom, Tom Wilson is no pushover, but Wilson wanted no part of Reefs. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's for sure. Are you worried about Jack Eye showing up cashing yesterday? He, he, he told the reporter after that he made this is a big statement from him and that he's ready to take on anybody. So I, I guess if he says, if he says that he probably knows what he's getting into and, uh, and he's he's wicked. He's like Hamza Chimaev. No, no, he's uh, he's he's really something. Like I look, I knew he was tough, but yesterday when I saw what he did, I think I could like I I would imagine a lot of people will agree with me on this one. I was like I stayed with like I I was in shock. I was like, oh my god, like yep. the, like Zach oh, Cashin is part John in Portuguese. Zach Cashin, c'est un homme de métier. C'est un homme fort de métier. This guy was, he was like born to do this. He's done it for a long time. This guy is. He was holding to his collar and he broke his fingers while holding the collar as as, um, Jack I dragged all him on the ground, I think. Like you see his hand did a rotation inside the collar. Maybe He's got got big hands, Arbor Jack He's got big hands. A big man. 
Larry Robinson. You remember uh, you remember Zach Cashin running Samuel Montembeau last year? Back, I think yep. it was on March 15th, and no one was there to answer the call but Pazetta. And uh, Jeff Petrie looked at him and, and did nothing. Yeah, well, all of last season, Jeff Petrie did nothing. Thank you, Philip. You have a you have a great night. Right. Philip in Quebec City. Cool. Sounds like a good guy. Sounds like a good guy. Where else are we going? And you'll just, you know what? Take the calls. That's it. Take the calls. Somebody sent me a message. They were, uh, they were upset that, uh, you know, I talked about my wife or I talked about this or I talked about that. Folks, you, you know, listen, I, I'm not going to be unanimous. I'm not. Not every show is going to be the same. But I do know this. You listen to my show from start to finish, um, whether it's a podcast or whether it was radio, And I'll talk more sports than anybody else. I can guarantee you. You're not going to hear about hot dogs, and you're not going to hear about sandwiches, and you're not going to hear about mustard, and you're not going to hear about favorite condiments, and you're not going to hear about all that stuff. Uh, you might hear about my wife every now and then. You might hear me having a conversation with Dan to try and settle his situation with him and his wife, and I don't. I think he should be taking care of her and stuff like that. But, um, you know, message me whatever you want, But don't message me to tell me that I don't talk enough sports. I talk more sports than anyone in the city and in the province. Always have and always will. Until I hang up my microphone. Where are we going now? And by the way, a show is a show. Okay? A show is a show. Ted Teven was the best there was. The best. Because he did a show like no one else. He was on for three hours. There were days he probably talked sports for about 45 minutes. But Ted Teven was the best. Yeah, there were days I wished he would have talked a little bit more sports. I still listened. He was the best. Others coming in. Agnello, send up some messages here. Do you think Barron will be called up soon? Not unless there's an injury, no. No, not unless there's an injury. Why don't the Habs play Pizzetta Pitlick instead of a useless Hoffman? That's a good question because I guess they want to trade Mike Hoffman at one point, and if you take him out of the lineup, well, then his value is absolutely zero. Next. Uh, Tony, are you signing autographs and taking selfies with your fans on Sunday? You know, folks, I love when people ask to take a picture with me. I love it. I'm honored. Really? It's a privilege. I'm honored. I've been asked a couple of times for my autograph. I don't think it's worth anything. I'm actually very embarrassed to actually do it. I'll do it if you want to, but I'll say you really want my autograph. I mean, it's not worth anything or whatever, but I'm honored at that too. I love what I do. I always have. I always will. It's a dream job. Not everyone's fortunate to do what they love for a living. I'm blessed in that regard. I'm very, very blessed. So I don't know if it was a sarcastic uh, note or whatever, but, uh, you know, I'll take a picture with anyone. And yellow. Love your podcast. Keep it up. Cheers from Vancouver. Let's get the tank back on track and start trading away players. 
By the way, I was in Vancouver um, 11, 12 days ago. It's a beautiful city. It really is. It's the first time I ever visited Vancouver, and I got out quite a bit. I saw a few nice spots. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to Stanley Park. It was on the agenda, but because of different circumstances, I wasn't able to visit Stanley Park. I loved Granville Village or Island. I don't remember what it's called, but Granville, whatever it was called, absolutely beautiful. I have to tell you, something really hurt me when I went to Vancouver. It really really hurt me and i'm not gonna you know make breaking news out of this because it's well documented and everyone knows but the drug problem in vancouver is a big big problem the things i saw with my eyes the bad shape i saw people in it broke my heart and it, it 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 broke my heart. I don't know how else to say it. Jerry, so Vancouver, I, I this has been going on for a long time. I know it's a big problem. It's uh, probably a tough one to fix, but I hope you can fix it because you got a beautiful city, but the drugs are just out of control. They're just out of control. And um, you know, I'm not for drugs. I never took a you know. I never smoked a drug or took a drug in my life. I'll tell you that right now. Never. Jerry. Salut, Tony. Hey, Jerry, comment ça va? Hey, mon chum, je suis content de te rejoindre. Uh, uh, you know, because I, I felt bad when you left, and then, uh, then I saw the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, and then I said, uh, wow, this is cool. And But I had to con then I you had the we could call you, but we had to register. And I'm a cyber dummy. I'm the original cyber. Yeah, dummy. yeah. In French, we say the original there. Well, wait. So I called my youngest boy. I said, "You got to come over. You got to get me on this 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 podcast stuff because I'd like to speak to my friend Tony." Wow, wow, Jerry. If you and- if you if you wanted Jerry, at one point we can give you the link and we can even do a video call. So not only an uh, audio call. I could see you. You can see me. We could even do that, Jerry. Well, that would be really cool. Well, look, yeah. I'm not going to offer that to everybody that we're going to give the actual link. But you and I, you've been you've been calling into my shows for how long? Over a decade? Ah, oh, it's been a long time. Been yeah. a long time. Very gracious with me. We've always had good discussions. Good discussions. Sometimes some 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 controversial uh, topics. But always, yeah. always with respect, eh? Yeah, because you know, I think we have a, we share a lot of the same values. We're family people. We love our jobs. Well, I, I retired now, but I love my job, and I was doing it. And I, got, I before we start, Tony, there's something I'd like to mention that really touched my. When I saw you come on, and I looked at one of your podcasters, one that really got to me. It was shortly after uh, Guy's passing. And you brought on my childhood uh, idol, Jibai Peru. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was amazing. And I and you brought on a gentleman, a friend. You, you, know, you, know, you know where I saw him, eh, Jerry? No. So I saw him leaving, leaving the church that day, the day of the funeral, right? Yeah. And by the way, by the way, I don't know how this all worked out, but I sat in the front row for Gila Fleur's funeral. 
my childhood idol, the front row to the left, because obviously there was dead center, and then there's on the on the right, and then there's on the left, right? And on the yeah. left-hand side, I sat in the front row, my childhood idol. And uh, that's a privilege because of what I've been able to do for a living and what I was doing for a living. So I'm so grateful. It's unbelievable. It's so grateful. But, yes, so I saw him on the stairs, Jerry. Yeah. And uh, I said to him, I said, Gilbert Perot, uh, my dad still talks about you all the time because he says that two of the players that he really loved – he really, you know, they didn't play for the Canadians. You know, one was obviously Bobby Orr, but he really loved Gilbert Perrault. And my dad's friend was a huge fan, and I think you just brought him up right now. Used to go watch Gilbert Perrault play with the junior Canadians all the time. That's the gentleman you were going to talk to me about? Yeah, because when he spoke, Tony, he was like music to my ears because I'm 65. I, I turned 65 yeah. this year. And I I went through what what your friend went through. Like every Sunday night, my dad would take me. I was I was born in fifty fifty seven, so I was about twelve thirteen years old. And we would go there uh, for two years every Sunday night. Be my dad, one of my little buddies. And it was that's what got me hooked on sports and going to, to because it was such a unique moment. And people mm-hmm. can't understand that unless you were that age and lived through it. And Jibai uh, Pedro was so fantastic. And unfortunately, he wound up with in Buffalo, which was a smaller region. Yeah, yeah. But you mentioned it on the podcast. His stats were not that far away from Geese. You know, they were pretty similar. Gilbert Perrault was an was an awesome hockey player. He just, you know, what he wasn't on a team that um, you know was a Stanley Cup team. But and and Guy Lafleur was. Now, yes, Guy Lafleur helped the Canadians win a lot of Stanley Cups. There's no doubt about it. Uh, that hurts me. You know, when a player like Gilbert Perrault has the career that he has and he doesn't win a Stanley Cup, the same for Marcel Zion, yeah. that hurts. Yeah. That really that, hurts. Can you imagine if he had played here uh, with, like, Lafleur on one side, shut on the other, the big three feeding him the puck? Oh, my God. It, it would have been out, out of this world. Like, Jerry, you know, thanks, really, for, really thanks, thanks for that trip down memory lane. You're very welcome. What do you want to talk about tonight? It's nice to hear your voice, Jerry. Because, you know, like there's people that are going to be like you, you know, my last day in English radio was Friday, May 27th. There's people that are going to be calling going forward, I hope, that I haven't spoken to since May 27, beginning of May, end of April, beginning of April, end of March, beginning of March, end of February. And then so... It's my opportunity to reconnect. That's what this podcast has given me. So I'm so grateful for that as well. What do you want to talk about, my man? I know the uh, the comments are coming in, and uh, a lot of people like you as a caller. So what do you want to talk about? Well, that's very nice. I appreciate that. Are you for uh, the rebuild or not? Yes or no? Hey, we, we, you, know, you know, we've always been on your side on this. And it's funny because, you know, when people could, like criticize the kids, well, as I told you about before, I was a teacher for 30 years. So I, I, I was with 17, 18, 19-year-old kids for all my career. And mm-hmm. when you're 18, you don't think long-term, Tony. You know, you're think, you live in the moment, right? You, yeah. What, what's going on now? What, what are we doing this weekend? Yeah. And it's, it's very fresh. It's very, you know, it's, you got to let these kids go now. You don't let it get out of hand, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. But what we saw was just, to me, great. I mean, it was fantastic. 
And we hadn't seen that in so many years at the Bell Center. Jerry, you know, when Marty St. Louis was hired, I remember earlier that morning, I sent a text message to a colleague of mine, a then colleague of mine. And I told him I'd love to see the Montreal Canadiens hire Marty St. Louis as a development coach. About four hours later, Dominic Ducharme was fired and Marty St. Louis was hired as the interim head coach of the Montreal Canadiens. And it's funny because I had brought up his name four hours before that as the development coach. And even though he got the interim head coach title and and now they took off the interim tag, he kind of is a development coach, right? Because that's what they want to do. They want to they want to progress. They want to develop. Uh, he wants to have everyone progress and develop with their skills, progress and develop with their IQ. So he's kind of a development coach in that respect. But you know, well, I know uh, that a lot of people. I know that a lot of people mocked the nomination of Marty Saint Louis back then. You remember that, Jerry? Right? Yeah, a lot of people right. mocked it. The yeah. the 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 the, um, the coaching uh, fraternity. There were some of them that spoke out about it because they didn't like that there were coaches that were coaching in the queue or in another junior league for seven, eight, nine, 10, 12 years and never got a shot. Marty St. Louis did. Okay. So some of them spoke out about it. But I remember being on board with the nomination. Why? Because I could tell it was, I could tell right away where they wanted to go with this. They wanted to rebuild, they wanted to have a coach come in, introduce some offensive concepts help work on their hockey IQ. There would be no pressure on him because they probably wouldn't be making the playoffs for a couple of years. And um, you know what? I thought they had nothing to lose. And I got to tell you, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. In the context that is, and in the current situation, with the Canadians team being what it is and the players being who they are, there's no other coach I'd want the Montreal Canadiens to have right now more than Marty St. Louis. Can I give you two things to confirm that? Because yeah. I uh, 100% agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Cole Caulfield. I think the reason Cole Caulfield is where he is now is Marte St. Louis. Because we all know what happened last year, right? He had a rough start, and then they put him on the third line with Lara Dauphin, and that was going to be a disaster. Then he, he had a goal in 30 games. Yeah. that's what, uh, And, you know, it was, it was not doing well, and then there was all this talk, said with Laval and all this stuff. And Mario, uh, Martin Saint Louis, when he came in, I think it changed everything because he's the scorer. Oh. He he grew up in a league. For once, we have a coach that has that you know when he was a player had hands. He was an artist on the ice, and I think he understood Caulfield, and I think Caulfield felt that, and they've clicked. And the other one is at the beginning of the season, Tony. Uh, there was a game. You remember, Jack I got caught twice and gave two breakaways. You know, yeah. If it had been any other coach, I don't know if it was versus Ottawa, but I re- I remember I remember that he got caught twice. Yes. If it had been any other coach in the past, you know, and I know, they he would have been benched and probably gone. Say so we put him back on. I said, well, finally we got somebody who maybe has a different view on things, and is not going to throw a kid under the bus if he messes up. You know. Yeah. On one play, so I, I appreciate that. And you look at the kids; they're all doing pretty well. Gooley's doing well. You know, I, I mean, as far as uh, the, the showing off and uh, Slav scoring his goal, mm-hmm. what do you think? Know, it's his first goal. If he does this for every goal, then there's a problem. But the first goal, I have no problem with it. I think it's great. 
I really do. Yeah, for, yeah, listen, and uh, what a night it was, though, right? To be at the Bell Center last night to watch Lovkowski score his first goal. And by the way, like, I just love this kid. I don't know yeah. what it is. Like, the the um, the coverage of the draft, when they drafted him first overall, I think I've watched that, like, a hundred times. The behind-the-scenes coverage following him around, I think I've watched it a hundred times. His expression when he was drafted first and his mom's expression, his dad's expression, his mom getting emotional, his sister. I think I've watched it. I I love this kid. I just, and I think Montreal is going to love him for a very long time. I, I, I just hope, so they, I hope, hope they don't crush his enthusiasm. That's the only thing. They've you know, done it in the past. But Jerry, this new management, yeah. Jerry, not this management team and not this coach. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll put my, you know, I'll, I feel strongly that Gordon, Hughes, St. Louis, Le Cavalier, and company, they are, they are, they're, no, they're not going to crush this kid's personality. Because I'm hopeful about that too, Tony. Yeah. I got to tell you, I, you know, I think I really admire what you did. It takes uh, courage, you know, to, to do that, this type of career change. I don't care what anybody says. And I wish you the best of luck. And, you know, I'm happy we got the opportunity. Jerry, to I, I'm going I'm to tell you something. I thank you very much for what you said. I want to just I'll, very quickly, I don't want to spend much more time on this, but um, being able to work pretty much every day, Monday to Friday on French radio, and Monday to Thursday on French television, it was a challenge. And it was a challenge. Like, I, I wanted to do it. And I have to tell you, uh, there were some people that thought I was going to fall flat on my face. And maybe one day I will. But they thought I was going to fall flat on my face right away. And they told me, uh, your French is not good enough. And... Um, the Francophones are just so not going to like you. And I said this. I said, I know my French isn't perfect. And I'm going to work on it. And it'll probably never be perfect. But based on what I know from Francophones, it's not perfection, they ask. It's effort. And the fact that I try to learn the language, try to speak the language, speak it as much as I can, made the move to go to French radio and French television. I believe that they're going to they're going to make it pass. And they'll they'll accept the error of me getting confused between masculine and feminine or me making a mistake on a word. Ben, je te l'ai souvent dit, Tony, même quand tu étais euh, l'ancien poste. Oui. J'admirais le fait que tu le fasses, que tu aies travaillé. Tu as, as travaillé à l'IDS pendant un petit bout. Oui. Tu étais ailleurs en français. Puis je je t'admirais parce que je dis c'est pas tout le monde qui a le courage de le faire. Puis effectivement, c'est l'effort qui compte. Puis euh, euh, encore une fois, là, tu, moi, je respecte ça au, au plus haut point. Et you know, Jerry, si je peux, si je peux. Uh, parce que tu viens de parler de, de TV. You, you just started to talk about TV. Yeah. Uh, J'aimerais remercier TV Sport 
qui me donne l'opportunité de travailler à la télé, à TVA Sport, pour un blog de 13-14 minutes à chaque lundi au jeudi. Et sur ces 14 minutes-là, je vais parler peut-être 7-8 minutes. Il me donne du temps d'antenne. Je suis là avec Jean-Charles. C'est son émission. Euh, il me donne un bel bloc. Il me donne du beau temps d'antenne. Uh, ils m'ont fait confiance. J'apprécie beaucoup l'opportunité. Parce que il me donne une un belle opportunité. C'est une belle vitrine. C'est du lundi au jeudi à 5h30 jusqu'à 5h43-44. C'est euh, toute la saison d'hockey. On parle d'environ minimum 140 apparitions à la télé. 140. Yeah, J'apprécie, là. C'est un, un gros vote de confiance qu'ils me font. Puis moi, j'apprécie beaucoup. Beaucoup. So. Well, you know, I think you earned it. And, and I think the fact that you took that opportunity to go on the French side and, uh, like you said before, in francophones, I think they accept it. They find it entertaining, to say the least. And uh, good on you to do that. And I'm really happy we had the opportunity to talk tonight. And right. uh, Thank you. We, could do, we can do it again during the season. I think it's going to be a fun season, you know, so it should be cool. Thank you very much. I look forward to talking to you. I hope this is going to be the first of many on the SICK podcast. And how about at one point we get you the video link, maybe set yeah. you up with a microphone, some headphones or whatever, and we can actually, people can be able to put a face to the name. See, this is something, to be able to put a face to the name. I think it's kind of cool that people can see me behind the scenes. It's going to be even more cool when you can get to see Jerry from Longueuil, Peter from Côte Saint-Luc, Joel from Côte Saint-Luc, and the list goes on and on. Thank you, Jerry. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye now. All right. There you have it. Jerry from Longueuil. Six-point game for Owen Beck. Says Blake tonight, one goal and five assists. Yes, we talked about that before. Others coming in. Tony represents the best in Montreal, embracing the multicultural, multilingual aspects. Probably takes his hot dogs steamy and toasty. Not bad. Thank you very much. Would love to see a video chat with Ashley. Why not? Uh, Ashley's welcome to call the program whenever she wants. And if she wants to do a uh, video chat, we can set her up with the link as well. Rennie says it's primetime hours. Crypto says, uh, tous les Italiens que je connais sont parfaitement bilingues. Je suis pas parfaitement bilingue. Mon français, il est pas à 100%, mais je me débrouille. Uh, others coming in. Where is Louis from Villemercier? I would imagine we're going to hear from Louis from Villemercier at one point. We will. Sports are sports, no matter what the language is. This coming in from Rene Rivera. You're right about that. Thank you very much. Crypto says, I think they should have kept Massar and got rid of Hoffman. Folks, you never burn a player by making him spend one more year in junior hockey. But a player can get burned by making the jump to the National Hockey League one year too soon. A scout told me that once, and it always stuck with me. JF is in Sherbrooke. 
JF. Tony, mon ami, comment ça va ce soir? Ça va très bien, toi? Non, je pensais que tu allais faire ce que tu m'avais dit. Poppy, poppy, poppy. Poppy, 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 Quelqu'un vient de dire, « Someone just said, tu ne parles pas français, tu parles québécois. » C'est vrai, je parle québécois. Je suis fier d'être québécois. Je suis fier. Je suis Tony Marinaro, un gars de chez nous. There you go, Tony. Yes. You are. So, uh, it's good. Hey, Tony, um, so uh, I, I just, uh, I, I'm th I think I caught up with the podcast. I think you were, some callers were talking about fighters uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in hockey. I just yeah. want to say one name on that uh, topic. What year? Uh, what year? What year? Before you say the name, what year? Frankie Bouillon. And Mosey, too. I asked him what year, and he actually gives me the fighter's name. No, no, mais Tony, come on. I, the, the year, I think it's... No, no, man. Francis Bouillon was tough. He was Frankie? tough. But don't yes. put him in the enforcer category, though. Mosey, too, mo. No, 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 no. Et menace no, toi. Enforcer. enforcer, I would say I grew up on uh, Donald, Donald Brashear, uh, George... Francis Bouillon could take care of himself, and he actually surprised some people by his toughness and his ability to throw punches, considering that he wasn't a big guy. You know who wasn't a big guy and was tough, could really take care of himself as well? Mike Keane. True. Mike Keane yeah, was tough. That's true. Cor yeah. Correct. Now, I just wanted to, to uh, uh, show a little respect for the toughness of Frankie Bouillon for all those years. Uh, he was uh, short, but he was so tough, and he, he was always cutting the... Uh, the angle perfectly on the defensive side. And uh, no, he was uh, pretty good. So that's a uh, great guy too. eh? Francis Bouillon. Francis Bouillon is a great guy, by the way, JF. One of the nicest yeah, no. guys that I met in hockey, like really, really down to earth. One of the nicest guys that I met. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's why he's uh, employed by the, the Montreal Canadiens. Steve right Bejean, another really nice guy. I really enjoyed when I used to enter the locker room and stuff like that, having some chats with Francis Bouillon, good guy. Steve Bejean, good guy. In general, hockey players, good guys. Good guys. And that's uh, the reason why I was uh, bringing uh, Frankie Bouillon in the conversation is, uh, you know, right now, the Montreal Canadiens, We saw it last night. We saw the toughness of a few players. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Jack Eye. We saw uh, a bit of a, a swag, a bit of an attitude, the alpha, uh, you know, a, a young guy, 18-year-old. Yeah. Uh, we saw that. But also, Goulet is in uh, that category. So, Robida, Bouillon, those two guys were in in the team in the, around the same uh, the same period of time i remember yeah both were high, high iq they were not uh, the biggest but because of their iq and because of their positioning and skating and uh, the 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 quality of their stick checking that's what that's why they were in the league and we are seeing the fruit of like yeah you See Gouli go around like a, like it's a rookie. He's playing like Gouli's playing with confidence. He's, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's good and he knows it. Yes, correct. So 
so that's uh, that's one thing you, uh, earlier i think it's uh i don't remember his name somebody um talked about uh, jack guy and the fact that you know he's gonna be tested maybe uh, by he will be he uh, will be jf he will yeah, be. probably probably but it's just the attitude tony we never had that you know that swagger the the, the same thing that Lucic had in boston but I, jf i don't want this guy to uh, fight uh, everyone because you know look, what you know just the look I, but uh, i don't want him to, i don't yeah well look He's going to be tested. I don't want this guy fighting everybody, Jeff, because... No, no. You know what? You you just showed the league what you can do. You don't have to fight everyone now. Because if you're going to fight everyone, you might end up choosing the wrong guy. So if you do want to fight... I don't want him to get hurt. Pick, yeah, pick and choose. The attitude. Pick and choose, though. Pick and choose who you're going to fight. Because if yeah, you correct. if he gets tested in the next little while here, and he gets yeah. served a correction, the same kind of correction that he served to Zach Cashin, all of a sudden that swagger that he yeah. just obtained by demolishing Cashin, that swagger's lost. Well, I don't see it that way, Tony. To be honest, you don't, just eh? The, the guy, no, just just the fact that the guy goes for it. He's got the, you know, uh, you got to put the word uh, cojones, the balls. Yes, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? No, My no, comments... The guy is going to, he's a rookie, Tony. Yeah. So Reeves and those guys, I'm pretty sure they're not going to search uh, the fight with Jack Eye this year. I mean, the guy is a rookie. Uh, I mean, Cashin is not a top, like, he's not even in that category. He's, sort of like uh, Josh Anderson. He, he can drop the gloves, but he's not, you know, he's not a, a top uh, top fighter like Reeves. And so I'm pretty sure they won't attack a rookie, Tony, this year. Uh, Jack has got, I mean, if Jack Ice goes for it, <laughs> I mean, uh, all credit to him. Uh, even if he gets demolished, just the fact that he goes for it. We never had that kind of... Uh, every time that we had a fighter, Tony, he was at the end of his career. Gino Ojik was fighting with one glove uh, in his hand. Uh, I mean, you remember? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, George, George Parrosh uh, dropped one time. He got knocked out on the ice. Uh, you remember who he fought? Eh? Had... You remember who he fought? Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's refreshing. JF, you remember who he fought when... The JF, hold on. JF. Yeah. You remember who he fought when he knocked himself out with the ice? Oh, boy, man. Uh, it was a Saturday night. It was hockey night in Canada. Yeah, no, I remember. I was watching the game, obviously. I don't. I just don't remember who, who knocked Colton Orr. Colton Orr? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had had, they had had several tussles in the past. Mm-hmm. And it was much anticipated. The Canadians went out. They got George Paros, and everyone expected Paros and Colton Orr to fight. And they had a first tussle, and I believe that was their second one of the night, I believe, if memory serves me well. And um, he, um, uh, he went. You understand my point? He, he went, he went to throw a punch, and Colton Orr tugged at his arm. Yeah. And he went down and he hit his head right on the ice. Boom, knocked out. It was unbelievable. Very scary. 
very scary, and uh, I, I, I don't wish that on anybody. What I'm saying is never had that, uh, like, as a kid, like, with the, the attitude, uh, with the, the, the fact that he can do it, uh, with the, the, he's not scared, he will go forward. Uh, I don't remember a kid that maybe Tenorti, but Tenorti got, uh, got corrected a few times. Uh, maybe uh, McCarran did it, uh, tried to do it. No, 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 no. You're right. No, no. This guy, he's, you know, you look at Jack Eye. You look he's at really Peter. something, this guy. He's really yes. something. Yes. yes. And uh, so that's a change. And I'm totally okay. I don't see the reaction of uh, Slavkovsky. I saw that uh, on a few media today. And uh, yeah, they were saying that the, oh, no, it's immature reaction. Uh, they, I mean, come on. He's, eight, he's, eight, he's, eight, he's 18 years old. Years it's old. Eight, yeah, he got, listen, he. Yeah. The thrill of the moment. He scored his first goal. Yeah. He scored his first goal in the National Hockey League at the Bell Center. You know, let's let, yeah. let's relax a little bit. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. You be well. Have a great, great weekend. Yeah. Because uh, Saturday, we're 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 eleven minutes away from Saturday. It's almost here. Uh yes. we take uh what do we do? We take one or two more here. What's the story here? And yeah, let's go back to Agnello and Sammy. Let's go back to Agnello and Sammy. Did you think I was going to go uh, 49 minutes overtime? Not really. Well, you want to go to bed or what? No, not at all. I'm loving this. Oh, really? Yeah. You're a great host, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what did you guys, uh, what did you have planned though tonight? Was you were thinking of of, of what, uh, I was going to end it early or what what did you think exactly? I thought with no hockey game, you were going to go to 11. And ended at 11 o'clock. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of other hosts would be tempted to get out at 11. It's Friday night, and, you know, you're an hour away. For, it's, it's your weekend, right? It's your weekend. Man of the people, bud. You're man of the people, man. Yeah. And then somebody sent me a message saying that I don't talk enough sports because I talked about my wife for a minute or I talked about, you know, my work or whatever. And so what I did after that was I decided to go on one hour after that just talking sports. <laughs> It's good. Find me, find me another show that's going to go on for one hour, just talking sports and taking calls. You will not find it. And uh, show number one versus Toronto Maple Leafs, we gave out the number 12, 13, 14 minutes into the show. one 585 7425 one sick. 215 callers on hold. Yeah, it's crazy. 215. I wish I would have liked, you know, I, I, I would have loved to have taken them all. It's impossible. But, impossible. You know what I feel like doing? What do you think I feel like doing right now? Having a sandwich. What did we talk about early on in the show? And we talked about a charity and we talked about this and that and whatever. Oh, you want to go 24 hours? I don't want to go 24 hours. But I'm in one of these moods where I feel like going five, six hours. You might not see me and Sammy here, but... <laughs> Let's do it. Let, let's do it. You want to go? This guy's out of his mind, eh? <laughs> <laughs> How long have we known each other? Let's go. See? See what How long have we said? known each other? See what he said? Po- podcast-a-thon to start. See? How long have we known each other? How long have we known each other? About 10 yeah. years? About 10 years. You just figured it out now that I'm out of my mind? No. Not at all. Long time ago. Chris says he's supposed to wake up early tomorrow to put up the temple. 
but instead he's still listening to the podcast. We appreciate that. <laughs> we're not allowed tempos in Villa Sal, by the way. No. Are you allowed in, uh, in no, Kirkland? We're not, we're, not allowed in, we're not allowed in Kirkland either. You're not allowed in Kirkland? No. Can I tell you something? I'd love to be able to oh, have a tempo too. at my me house. Too. I think they're amazing. Me too. I think they're amazing too. Yeah, me too. But what is it exactly? They're considered a fire hazard or something like that? They say they don't like the look. They don't like the look. No, that's why you know well, the park, you know the park been of all the soccer. I mean, I mean, I, 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 you know, I live in LaSalle in a duplex. There's like eight thousand duplexes in LaSalle and like fifty thousand condos. I mean, they all look the same anyway. What's the difference? You don't like the look. What's, know, what's the difference here? For some reason, they don't like the look. There's like about twenty big houses in LaSalle, and everyone knows who they belong to. I mean, everyone, every other house looks the same. Like, I would have loved to have had a tempo here. I would have loved to have. Had, like for example, I have a gazebo in my backyard covering my spa. Okay, I know it's different. But pretend the spa would be my truck and the gazebo would be the temple. Look how convenient that throughout the winter, I can just walk down the stairs, boom, go into my spa. It's covered by a gazebo. It's amazing. Oh, they're amazing. If the gazebo wouldn't be there, I don't think I'd go out in the spa all that often. I agree. The, the I temple agree. does that for the vehicle. Now, if you have a garage and you can park indoors, you don't necessarily need the temple in that respect for you. It would be nice for guests and visitors. But if you don't have space in your garage, you can't park in your garage inside and you want to park in your driveway. I think it's awesome to have a temple. Even if you have a garage, it's still good because you don't have to clean the snow. Basically, right? Yeah. The fisherman says that I spend more time in my spa than I do on land. No, that's not true. Uh Tony, Trevi can put a snow shelter over your spa. Uh, the tempo saved my uh, my grandfather from cracking his head on icy pavement. Think about that. It's true. Marinaro is the real sauce in Montreal. I think it's marinara, but I get what you're trying to say. Tony, someone's going to complain that you're not talking about sports and talking about tempos and spas. Yeah, after I just talked about sports for one hour straight. Agnello, now he left all, but for whatever reason, I don't know what they're doing. They're ordering pizza. They're they're having shit. Like, what are you doing that you like, leave? We don't, like, we don't like to take the spotlight away from you. No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me carefully. No one takes the spotlight away from me. Okay, you don't have to worry about that. Tell me the truth now. Don't like just tell me the truth. When you took yourself off the screen, why did you do that for? Just reading the comments. Oh, you're reading the comments. Okay, that's all you have to do. I think it's a great idea. I think we should come up with a marinara tomato sauce. A marinara sauce? Yeah. Instead of marinara? Yeah. Okay. Love that. What's your prediction for Sunday, says Bobby? I would imagine he's talking about the CF Montreal game. I think it's going to penalties. I think it's going to penalties. Penalties? I don't know who's going to win at that point. I mean, who knows who's going to win in penalties? As a matter of fact, who knows who's going to win anyway, whatever. I really think they're going to pull it off. I think it's their year. You think they're going to win the MLS Cup? Yep. Really? Yep, I really do. I think it's going to be tough. Obviously, it's not easy, right? Yep. I love the way they're playing. Yeah, me too. I think the coach has put in his principles of play and his playing identity. I think it's very, very clear, which is an identity that's shared by the sporting director. It's probably something that he would have liked to have seen, and everyone's doing their job. And I got to tell you, um, Ever since Jason the Tulio passed, I mean, the players and the staff and the coaches um, they had a hard time with Jason's illness, obviously. And um, 
he was with them in Florida when they started ex- when he started experiencing headaches, and he came back, and then he was diagnosed very unfortunately uh, with a brain tumor and passed away like at age thirty eight. It's tragic. Um, the players are playing for Jason and his memory, uh, and that's and they've really come together. This is the tightest team, tightest group. Uh, that I've seen in a long time, and I personally love the way they're playing. I just, I, I really like the way they're playing, and um, it's going to be an amazing atmosphere I'm at Zaputo Stadium on Sunday. I'm a big fan of James Pentemis. He's a Kirkland boy, right down the street here. Yes, I really hope he can pull it off. Yeah, you know, his, you know his family. Yeah, we know his whole family. Yes. Yeah, his father's the president of Lakeshore Soccer. Lakeshore Soccer. You Great used family. to be, a, you used to be a coach at Lakeshore Soccer once, yeah. uh, once upon a time. Yes. Yes. And you have a uh, you have a gala before COVID, all right. Yep. For those who are just joining us and don't know the story, Sammy was diagnosed with spinal muscular atrophy at nine months old. Doctors told Agnello and his wife Rosa that Sammy wouldn't make it to the age of two. Um, can you discuss very quickly, Agnello, very quickly? Uh, what Sammy goes through on a daily basis and, and the surgeries that he's had and the things that he's had to go through up until this point. Oh, the, what's, what's, what Sammy goes through, what he goes through every day, Sammy, whatever he does, Sammy needs help. If he's eating, he needs help. You got to put him to bed. He needs help. Whatever he needs, he needs help with. So whatever you I- and your wife have fed Sammy all his life, all his life, yep. all his life. You and your wife have put Sammy to bed all his life. All his life, yes. There's a monitor in Sammy's room. If you hear that he's cramping up or uncomfortable, every 30 minutes or so, you and your wife take turns to get up to turn Sammy over. Well, my wife puts him to bed, and I'm the one that basically turns him during the night when he calls. On a good night, it's two times. On an excellent night, it's none. On a bad night, it's four or five times. And Sammy, years ago... Went in for an operation, yep. right? Yep. What was it about? His back? His first back. Yeah, he had to straighten out his rod. Okay. He said he was going to be in rehab for about six months. And he was home in two weeks. Yeah, it was incredible. They said he was going to be in rehab for six months. He was home in two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Actually, a funny story. He was eating pasta on the ICU about a weekend, and they told us to stop feeding him pasta. <laughs> Wow. And uh, Sammy's been getting now, uh, there was an injection, yep. Spinraza, I believe yep. it was, was it Spinraza? Yes, yeah, Spinraza. There's an injection. So the, the way that Sammy, uh, the, that I met the Cavallaros, by the way, is my buddy Mike Moretto, who's the equipment manager for Soccer Canada, and before being the equipment manager for Soccer Canada, used to be the equipment manager for the then Montreal Impact. Um, Mike and I are very, very good friends. We've been neighbors since like 1984. He lives across the street from my house. And... Um, and uh, Mike said to me one day, he said, Tony, um, I, I, I need your help. I have a friend of mine. Um, they have a son um, who has a spinal muscular atrophy. Uh, they're a great family. They have a fundraiser every year. They call it Sammy's Valentine's Gala. And, uh, you know, the more people they have, the more we can spread the word, the more money they're going to be able to raise for the cause. And uh, if you can, you know, I, I'd love for you to be able to help them out, spread the word. Uh, and I'd love for you to be able to help them be the, 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 the MC for the event and, uh, and, uh, and do it at no charge. And I said, Mike, 
for you anything, not a problem. So uh, that's what I did. And I showed up and I met Daniello and his wife, Rosa, and their daughter, Juliana, and obviously Sammy. And that gala has not taken place now during COVID because for the obvious reasons. But prior to that, that gala was Sammy's Valentine's Gala. So it would coincide with Valentine's weekend every year. And you'd you'd have a, a gala. The one year, I think, started with like 75 people or whatever it was. And then every year, it got more and more and more and more until the last year, which was about, what, three years ago, I think? Yeah, three years ago. Was about, what, just shy of 700 people, I think? 700 people. Okay. So now you and your wife, Rosa, now there are how many spinal muscular atrophy cases in, in Canada? Do you know that or I, I don't know? I don't know the number, but it's not many. It's a rare disease, of course. I mean, it's yeah. more known now than when we found out. Yeah, when we found out we didn't even know what it was. So now, so you and your wife have put together the Sammy's Valentine's Gala. You've had golf tournaments in the past. You and your wife, from your initiatives, and of course others have contributed and helped out. How much money have you raised for spinal muscular atrophy? We have raised two million dollars. Two million dollars. Actually, just yesterday, I don't know if people know, there's always an event in the summer in the West Island called Strangers in the Night that's held by uh, Larry Day. Yes. And now Nadia Saput is involved too. And yesterday they called us in, and it was in August. Uh, yesterday they called us in, they gave us a donation of a $100,000 check. Amazing. 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 So the president of SMA actually lives in Vancouver. I believe those are the headquarters. Yep. And for families of SMA families who have a son or a daughter that has spinal muscular atrophy. I've seen this with my own eyes. You and your wife are like their heroes. You've raised $2 million for the cause. And, and it's um, you're trying to find a cure for your son and they're trying to find a cure for their kids. And uh, the only way you can do it is actually trying to raise as much money as possible so they can put it into research. Right? Yeah. We've been very lucky, but we have, a, I mean, honestly, a lot of people have helped. We have a great support system. Everybody's always up, including yourself. We've had a great, great support system. When it came and, to fundraising, it's unbelievable. And so uh, that's how we met. And uh, two years ago, Agnello calls me and he says, uh, Sammy wants you to come over. And Sammy's had his own social media company for how long now? It's about eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Uh, if you take a look at Instagram, you take a look at uh, Snapchat, you take a look at the TikTok and this and that and all his social media applications. He has over 6 million followers, all right? Two years ago, was it three, two or three? Yahoo Finance was three years ago now? It's about three years ago, yeah. Three years ago, Yahoo Finance ranked the top 15 entrepreneurs under the age of 20, and Sammy came in at number four. Yep. How did he do it? He hired a guy to host a podcast <laughs> who works for minimum wage and doesn't get paid for overtime. And even when the overtime <laughs> is over an hour. That's how he did it. <laughs> you can't That's call him stupid. It. You can't call well, him stupid. Agnello says, Sammy wants to talk to you. I go over and he says, I have a new project. I want to do a podcast. I want you to host it. And I said, uh, Sammy, how do I say no to Sammy? So I said, yes. And then, um, you know, I made Sammy a promise. I made him a promise that we're going to try and make this podcast as big and as good as possible. And so... I decided to move forward with the podcast um, no matter uh, what was uh, at stake. And so uh, I'm happy I did. And we're having a lot of fun with this podcast. So 
um, you know, it's uh, we're having fun with it. And right. uh, we, we, we have goals. We have objectives. Uh, we've reached some of them. Some of them are a lot higher. And uh, we're not going to stop until we reach them. And hopefully one day when we do, I'll get paid for the overtime. <laughs> because it's not happening right now. All right. Uh, I, we've shared the story before. But when the podcast, the, the podcast has been growing. And so there were new people that were listening in. And I figured that, you know, the, you know they probably weren't aware of the story. And, and now they're aware. So here's the deal. Um. We need your support. We appreciate your support. We can't do this together. I've always had tremendous support since day one. Um, 20 years later, it became an army. And uh, and uh, no one can beat our army. Nobody. Special thanks to the sponsors. Special thanks to Energy Transportation Group. Email them at sick at shipenergy.com. Or visit their website at shipenergy.com. Special thanks to the Geloso Group, an 8.6 beer, intense by nature. The beer for those who follow their instinct and their passions in order to make their mark. And special thanks to Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you go back. Shout out to Matrix Home Fitness. And a shout out to Playground. And that's it for tonight. And the Sick Podcast will be back on Monday night. Tomorrow night, it's the Canadians versus the Dallas Stars. We're off for the weekend. The Canadians will be off on Sunday. They'll be off on Monday. And then after the game versus Dallas tomorrow, they're going to host the Minnesota Wild on Tuesday. We'll be back on Monday night. Same time, same place, 10 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Tell your friends about it. We need all the support that we can get. We are the number one Montreal Canadiens podcast in the world. And hopefully one day we can be the best podcast in the world, period. And if we're not, it's okay. But we're going to try. We're going to try very hard. Have a great night, everyone. Bonne notte a tutti. Bonne nuit tout le monde. And for my buddy Nelson, who dropped by the cash and said, I just love it when you do this. I'm Marinero. Have a great weekend. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. 8.6. Intense by nature. And La Cage. If the last time you went to La Cage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to La Cage. The menu will surprise you.